You're listening to Source Daily. Join us Monday through Friday to stay up to date with what's happening in North Central Ohio. We'll be sharing a closer look at one of our top stories, along with other news, local history, memorials, answers to your questions, and more. Today, we hear from recent Richland Source Athlete of the Month, Madison's Mike Thomas. Before we begin, today's episode is brought to you by Richland Academy of the Arts. Richland Academy believes everyone has an inner artist waiting to be explored. Whether you're interested in dance, martial arts, music, theater, or visual arts, they offer a wide array of classes for all ages and experience levels. Discover the joy and fulfillment of artistic expression in a supportive community. Transform your life through art at Richland Academy of the Arts. Visit richlandacademy.com to learn more and register for classes today. Now our feature story. Our new Athlete of the Month series runs throughout the upcoming school year. Each month, one high school athlete from Richland, Ashland, and Knox counties will be recognized as the Park National Bank Athlete of the Month. Those athletes will be profiled and awarded a commemorative Athlete of the Month certificate. Additionally, the athletic departments of the monthly honorees will receive $1,000 from Park National Bank. Today, we hear from recent Richland Source Athlete of the Month, Mike Thomas. Thomas, a wrestler at Madison, has quietly gone about his business his entire career. He was 31 and 17 at 106 pounds as a freshman, taking runner-up at the Sandusky sectional. He moved up to 120 as a sophomore, going 3 and 10 and again claiming runner-up honors at Sandusky. Then, as a junior, Thomas was 35 and 11 and won a Sandusky sectional title at 126. He was the Norwich district runner-up, punching his ticket to the Division II state tournament. As a freshman, you were a district qualifier, is that right? Yes. And sophomore, too? Yeah. And then last year, you were state qualifier? Yes, sir. This year, he has you, uh, the Schaefer guy has you listed. Are you going to wrestle 113? We uh, decided to get down there for our alpha testing right. and certify for first test for our first term. No. No. Just so uh, we had that option. So it's not uh, determined quite yet. Okay. It's something I'd like to do. But it's going to come down to where some other people go, sure. not just at the district, but in the state, too. Sure. And we, we're trying to line things up for our best option come March, see where I can get highest on the podium, is get that, the best shot. Is cutting to 113, is that, that going to be a problem? <laughs> um, it's not. It's, it's tough. Okay. Obviously, a lot tougher than 120. But um, last year, I was up at 126 for... Right. The postseason, and that was more of if you look at the district last year from 20, there should have been four state placers from that district. Right. But the only reason there wasn't was because oh. one of them had to wrestle each other. So that was kind of the reasoning behind going up to 26 okay. last year. And so, like, I really should have been a 120, right? Or even a 13 last year, but we didn't think about that until over the summer. We were looking at everything, and me and Coach Mosier, we were sitting there after lifting one day. I mean, he looked at me, and he was like, honestly, just like, let's, what are we looking at this year, like, weight-wise and weight class? And I, I said, like, I, I just straight up said 113. Yeah. I mean, that looks like the best bet to get best, me on. Best path. Not just get me on the podium, but get me higher up on the podium. Sure. And that's a big thing, especially going into my senior year. Right. It's, I want to get up on the wall in the high school. I want to be in all Ohio. And so that's, that's a big thing behind it. So 
it's going to come down to where some other people go. If 20 ends up clearing out, I might stay. Right. But the way it's looking right now, I'll probably end up going down. Yeah. There's a lot of really good lightweights in the area. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the area, this area is a lot of good lightweights. I got a good buddy from Guy in. He's right. a freshman in Carter Truck which Me and him have been good friends a really long time. Okay. And me and him were talking, and we think, like, if I do go 13, it could be me and him in the finals at districts and me and him in right. the finals at state. And that'd be, like, really cool because I trained with his dad a long time okay. for a lot of my wrestling career and so that'd be like something cool that's a possibility but it's it's something that we'll look at towards the end of postseason right and if i do go down it'll be conference and maybe something before that right right so just uh that's mostly to get my body used to sure. cut and whatnot that way i'm not going into sectionals making that okay, cut no for the first time since week one right so how have you evolved, I guess, as a wrestler since your freshman year? What, how's, it, how's it changed for you? Um, a lot of movement on my feet. My freshman year, I was like eighth grade. I was really good on my feet and good on top. And then freshman year, high school, it's a whole different ball game. Sure. And so I had to learn to move my feet a lot more and learn that like, I've always based all my success off of working hard in the room and in the off season. And I started working out with Coach Mosier in the weight room more and more, got stronger. I didn't get a lot bigger and put on a lot of mass, but I got a lot stronger from my freshman year. So the strength difference, the skill difference from just in this past off season, in the summer, in the fall, and even the spring, I decided I wasn't going to play football this year to focus on wrestling and focus on my goals in wrestling. And Coach Moser ended up not coaching football as well because he wanted to focus on his program and whatnot. And so we really put in a lot of work this offseason in the fall and in the summer. And it's just like after the state tournament last year, I think we took a week off and we were right back at it. Know a great athlete in your community? Athletic directors and coaches have until the 25th of each month to nominate an athlete. Stories profiling the winners will be published on Richland Source, Ashland Source, and Knox pages during the first week of the following month. Next, some Ohio history. Did you know that Ohio native Chris Spielman is a former pro football linebacker and a current special assistant to the Detroit Lions? A standout at Ohio State, he earned All-American honors twice, won the Lombardi Award, and was named Team MVP in his senior year. Spielman's professional career included playing for the Lions, where he was a three-time All-Pro, and stints with the Buffalo Bills and Cleveland Browns. He later coached in the AFL and served as a broadcaster for Fox Sports and ESPN from 1999 until 2020. Notably, Spielman was the first high school athlete featured on a Wheaties box, Finally, we'd like to take a moment to remember the life of Roger Copeland. Roger was born in Warsaw, New York in 1928. He graduated from Battle Creek High School in Michigan, was a veteran of the United States Navy, and began college at Syracuse University. When his father's job transferred them from New York to Mansfield, Roger transitioned his education to Ohio State, where he earned a bachelor's and master's degree. He began his career in teaching and coaching in Shelby. He taught science and was an assistant football coach, JV basketball coach, and head track coach. 
1961, he began working at Ontario High School, teaching in addition to coaching football. He started Ontario's football program when he came to the system and became the face of Ontario football. Throughout his 17 seasons as head coach, he held a record 107 wins, 36 losses, and 4 ties, 5 league championships, and 3 undefeated seasons. Ontario football's home, now named Copeland Field, greets players and spectators with a plaque bearing his name. He coached hard-nosed, old-fashioned, single-wing football, and led others to believe in themselves. He was aggressive on the field, yet kind and humble off the field. He sought no recognition. His legacy remains in the values instilled in the hearts and minds of those he coached. Roger was a family man and entirely devoted to his late wife, Wyona. He was a loving father, grandfather, and great-grandfather. Roger and Wyona enjoyed their 37 years boating, fishing, and golfing at Bay Point. He survived by his children, grandchildren, great-grandchildren, in-laws, and extended family. Thank you for taking the time today to remember and celebrate Roger's life. You can submit an obituary for free on Richland Source. To learn more, click the link in our show notes or visit richlandsource.com slash obituaries slash submit. Thanks for listening. Join us again tomorrow. Also, make sure to head over to richlandsource.com and click the Be a Member button to help support independent local journalism that informs and inspires. Every contribution goes to helping us make Richland County a better place and to help keep our journalism free. Also, if you like this podcast and want to hear more, make sure to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. 